We're going to take you to the uh, East Coast, where I'm calling it the Chico Cup. That's what's happening this weekend at MetLife Stadium. Three franchises, of course, you went to the Islanders and the Rockies and the Devils, and then the Flyers. Three of the four teams are playing this weekend, MetLife Stadium in the Stadium Series, as Chico Rash joins us now. Chico, how's it going today? Uh, good, good. You know, we're having an event tonight kicking off the weekend, uh, advertisers and all that. It's kind of indoors, outdoors. So it'll get us climatized for tomorrow night. The day looks nice tomorrow, but as you guys know, it's going to be around like 30, 28 at night. So it'll be brisk, but I just ran into a policeman on the street when I was running and he said he got tickets and there's people coming from, um, Arizona last night. I saw from Florida all over the country to come. And I have three people. You'll know them. Three people from Canada. Grant Langford, Warren Fry, who works with Warren Fry. Yeah. Yeah. And Garth Manns. They flew in for last nice. night's game and they're staying for the game. So it's good. It should be quite an event. Uh, you, you know what those games are like, you guys. Uh, they're not the greatest hockey game. But the event itself is special, and, and I think that's what everybody's hoping for. But it's outdoor uh, hockey, Chico. You grew up playing it in the outdoor hockey leagues in Regina, as someone already texted in. As Chico Rush, they called one of the founding fathers of the outdoor hockey league in Regina back in the 60s. <laughs> well, no, you're right. And we played uh, uh, just off Dudney Street. Uh, I'm not sure what the – was by uh, Dudney Pool. And what I remember, I like history, but the old um, building behind it stood there, and that's where Louis Riel was housed, you know, before everything uh, happened to him. But I just remember those outdoor games. And you know the worst thing is, you guys, when you're a goalie, you feet. go to the bathroom <laughs> even if you have to know they can stop yes. the game. So many nights I walked home with frozen pants and a mm-hmm. foot of water that you caught <laughs> in the breeze. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that. But it was fun. Your feet were freezing in somewhere other areas, without a doubt, when you were playing yeah. the outdoor games. Yeah, it, it was. You know, and I didn't wear a mask. Like, the mask didn't yeah, of come course not. Till, right. uh, like, I was uh, 10 or 11. So, <laughs> that, that, that I was a coward, so that didn't help. And, you know, <laughs> the guys knew it. Uh, it was, it wasn't, you know, people say, and I don't know what you guys grew up, like, playing hockey. They said, well, did you love it? I said, no, not really. It was just the only thing I could do. And people would kind of suck you in by saying, hey, you're really good. Yeah, you want to be a goalie. And then you'd say, I am? Okay, I'll be the goalie. And then I didn't realize till later they were just, you know. They needed uh, a goalie. Up to it. Yeah. yeah. So can- anyway, hey, I, heard, I heard you say Mackenzie Blackwood, you know, he was there. He's one of my. Oh, best friends in hockey, and I, I love the guy. I, I think the Devils may have missed the boat on him. Granted, he uh, he wouldn't take the uh, uh, vaccine for COVID. That didn't help. Then yep. he got hurt a b- number of times. We weren't very good. This is the pre-Jack Hughes and uh, Nico Heischer and, you know, the other guys we've signed to Foley and uh, Meyer. Um but I always saw so much in that guy, six four, two thirty, and you, you said Drew that he really played well last night. Chico, he's been brilliant all year long. The the, the San Jose Sharks, you've seen where they are and what what yeah. kind of team they are. Goaltending yeah. hasn't been an issue at all. Mackenzie Blackwood last night, he made four 
saves that should have been goals for the Calgary Flames. Like he passes across one timer. He's got such big, he's so big, as you said, but he's got such great, strong legs. He gets down the splits, forget it. You're not getting the puck by him. He's been absolutely brilliant. I, I, I've asked him about you too, as well, because you know Saskatchewan guys, and he said he absolutely adores you. He is he is a big fan of yours. Well, we, we're good friends, and you know you're trying to pump those guys up, and he got. I'll just tell you guys, he got a growth on his heel I'd never seen before. Yeah. It wasn't like calcium. It was. He told me what it was, but not being very medical, I couldn't remember. <laughs> but it was one thing after another. But you know, Drew uh, and Jamie, his flexibility. Oh. Being that big was incredible. Oh. And, you know, I mean, there's a part of the mental part of goaltending that has to also form, and that might take a little time. He, he, I, You know, the one thing I said to Mackenzie Blackwood, I said, Mackenzie, here's what I want to tell you. You do not want to reach the age of 30 and look back and think, I blew it. I could have been something, but I didn't give it my all. And obviously now, you guys, that isn't happening because I'm sure – there'd be some teams that would really like to have him. I, I got to talk to you, though, because you, we talked about being cold. We talked about, yeah. uh, you know, being goaltenders. And you guys, without a doubt, are a little strange. We have been to <laughs> we have been to minus degree weather. We were went to Winnipeg. We were just in Winnipeg and then Calgary last night. And this kid, he doesn't wear a jacket. He wears a polo <laughs> shirt, no socks. I'm concerned. Every time I see him, I go, where's your jacket, young man? And he looks and goes, ah, I'm fine. So what the heck is going on with you goalies? Well, I don't get that because it was cold. You know, there's a great book out, Rob Bamstone, who yes. wrote for the Leader Post, Brave Face. And he has done the best book, you guys, on chronologically uh, uh, writing about no face masks all the way up into the 60s and 70s. So it was not – we were different because, Drew – you're freezing, but then a guy comes in and he's leaning back like, I'm going to shoot this right in your face. So I say, okay, I'll just move back farther back. Okay, now do you have enough room? Let me know. But, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't fun every game. Oh, geez, I hope I don't get hit in the face of the puck. I hope I don't play bad. And so there, were, you can imagine the goalies in the NHL. It was just constant. And a lot of them, you know, quit and had, like, multiple broken bones and face yes. and nose. And so, you know, we have to remember why they said we were crazy, Drew. You know, there was reasons, <laughs> but we weren't born that way. <laughs> you were made. Chico Resch, yeah, jo- we were made. Chico Resch so, joining us, of course, uh, the New Jersey Devils, the New York Islanders, the Colorado Rockies, the Philadelphia <laughs> Flyers. They're all partying in uh, New Jersey this weekend, the stadium series with the Rangers involved as well. So I just need to know, Chico. You had Billy Smith at the start of your career. You had Ron Hextall at the end of it. Who had the biggest temper, Billy Smith or Ronnie Hextall? Well, that is a great question. I think uh, Smitty's was more subdued. Hexy's could be explosive. Did I ever tell you about, and I, I don't want to pre- repeat it if people heard it, but I, when I'm with Philly, did I ever tell you what Hexy did to uh, Billy Smith? No. Okay. So here's what here's what Hexy did. So Hexy would take the shots, and I played like 25, 26 games that year as backup. But I, I I said he would he would come out of the net after his last shot in warm up. He'd go to the right blue line, stop, throw snow. Then he would go to center ice 
and stop right on the dot, superstition. Then he would go to the left blue line, stop there, and then run up the ramp. <laughs> and I'm watching Billy Smith leaning on a stick, watching the Islanders warm up, and he's on the dot. Center right dot. I said, this isn't going to work. That dot's not for the both of them. <laughs> and I got to tell you guys, so I watch Ronnie, and he goes, and he goes flying to the right uh, blue line, throws snow, and he goes to center ice. And he blasted Smitty from behind. Smitty oh. went flying inside the blue line, and then Ronnie went to the blue line and went up the stairs. I mean, up no. the ramp to the dressing room. Yes. And Smitty's looking around. He says, Chico, come here. Come here. He says, you tell that SOB. He says, when we come out to start the game, after the warm-up, we're going at it. Right away, we're going at it. I said, Smitty, I think he thought you were trying to, you know, blow his game by ruining yeah. his superstition. And Smitty says, you know me, Chico. I don't know what's anybody else doing except me. So I go into the dressing room. I said, Hexy, you just about killed Smitty there. So I, I know. He knew he was. I said, no, he didn't know. That's the thing. Oh, and Ronnie says, oh. Oh, well, you get out there first, and you tell him, I'm sorry, I didn't know. <laughs> I went and told Smitty that. This is no one, not one word of lie, you guys. I went and got Smitty right away. I was the first one out. I said, Smitty, he didn't know. He's apologizing. He's very sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'll let him off the hook this time. So, Smitty was subtle, right? Like, he yeah. would butt end, butt end the opposition, we got Lindy Ruff here now. Lindy still wears this big scar under his eye. Yeah. And I remember the game, and Smitty butt-ended him. Um, and, um, but it was always subtle, and, you know, it wasn't demonstrative like uh, Hexy. So that was the difference in their tempers. But <laughs> can you imagine, you guys, how bad no. those two goalies would have been if I hadn't been there? <laughs> no. I caused it. No. I kept them under control as good as you could. But anyway, it was it That's was wild. Two of the greatest, like Smitty, you can say what you want. Uh, four straight Stanley Cups. You got hard to argue. And then Ronnie mm -hmm. Hextall, that year he won the Vesna when we went to the seventh game against the Oilers, and they won the Cup, but he was the Vesna Trophy. Best bit of goaltending I've ever seen. Well, be before so, we... You know what I mean? Uh, sorry, Chico. Uh, before we uh, wrap it up, uh, almost out of time. Look, we, we, the Devils in the uh, are right there, right in the mix. Well, what do you expect yeah. down the stretch run here in New Jersey? Well, everybody's coming back and getting healthy. Uh, Siegenthaler is probably going to play on Saturday tomorrow night, and we need to play better defensively. But you know, Lindy tweaked, right? But I'll just tell you. You know, everybody's making a big deal of it, but us hockey guys, all he's doing is saying to the second defense, don't rush in the corner if, you're, if your partner's in there. It's like old school hockey, right? You always wanted one guy in front because you got to defend. And there was a time where teams would send both their defense in. It was better for the breakout, but it wasn't better for defending. So they have changed that the last four or five games, and we haven't given up many goals. And the problem is, you guys, it's always about scoring, and our power play hasn't been that good. And we need Dougie Hamilton. He He's not going to come back till the season's over, so we're not going to use him. But um, our power play hasn't functioned very well, and, and that's hurt us as well. But, um, you know, I think we're going to make it. Uh, we got to beat Detroit, and they're, they're okay. And uh, the Islanders, but they're just okay. So, I mean, I'm a little biased. But, 
It's going to be a battle, <laughs> but, but I think we'll be there, you guys. I think we'll be there. Well, Chico, always appreciate you taking the time for uh, the homeland of Saskatchewan here with us and enjoy the stadium series over the weekend in New Jersey. Thanks, buddy. Well, thank you. Thank you. I love the Pats. I played for them, and I love the Riders. And I, I get back once or twice in the summer because you got to get back to your roots, right, or you don't know who you are. And, you know, always. sometimes, you guys, sometimes I'll pee my pants now on purpose just to remind <laughs> me playing in the outdoor <laughs> No, no, I, I don't. But it was a good line. Thank you. <laughs> it's a great line. Thank you. <laughs> that is Chico Resch, ladies and gentlemen, the great goaltender of the Islanders, Just and then the Rockies uh, moved to New Jersey and was uh, ended up in Philly, and he'll be there. Stadium Series, uh, Flyers, Devils, uh, Islanders, Rangers this weekend. Outdoors, MetLife Stadium. This is 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Jamie Niger, Romendo with you here on the Green Zone. Again, Mike Debert from Vonda, Saskatchewan, is our contestant for the Green Zone Tic Tac 20 contest. $1,800 up for grabs tomorrow in the NHL. 13 games. If any of those games starts with a goal in the first 20 seconds, Mike from Vonda, Saskatchewan, wins $1,800. And unfortunately for Mike, uh, that goal last night wasn't on Saturday night, or he uh, would have won the money as Sidney Crosby scored 15 seconds in uh, for the Penguins against the Blackhawks. Uh, thanks very much to Chico Resch for joining us. That was great. I, I told you, was very, he was coming on, one of the greatest storytellers in NHL Ever. history, uh, Chico yep. Resch, right there. Yep. I'm going to say uh, tomorrow, was it Mike from Vonda? Mike from Vonda, Saskatchewan. I'm going to say the... Uh, Are you going to predict a game? The, the wings and the wings and the blue, the wings and the flames. I should say, wings and the flames. Somebody's going to score early in that game. Now, if Drew is right, the Nystradamus title moves over to Drew, and we have to come up with a new nickname. Jamie and I, Drew Romendo, with you here on the Green Zone. Hope you're having a great Friday. Thanks for joining us. A reminder before we get started on a Friday face-off for the Green Zone Community Coach presented by Cal Tire. Launched this month uh, as we will select our first winner before the end of February as the Green Zone celebrates the leadership and guidance of those great volunteer coaches in Saskatchewan. But we need your help by you nominating those volunteer coaches and those grassroots coaches for the Green Zone Community Coach of the Month. So head to cjme.com, ckom.com, and submit the coach you would like to nominate, and we will pick a winner uh, through every month and present them with a $100 gift card for a source for sports as well. So again, cjme.com, ckom.com, or register your coaches for the Green Zone Community Coach presented by Cal Tire. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Going head to head. Those guys, five minutes deep for fighting! Whose side are you on? This is Face Off. Jamie Niger, Romendo with you here on a uh, Friday Face Off. 
Uh, yesterday, we were talking about Yarmer Yager and his uh, beautiful hair uh, from the time he broke into the uh, league, that gigantic mullet. And no, the fight is not about who had the best hockey hair. Between Yager and I think Ron Duguay would be the uh, other one everybody else was. Even Bray brought it up this morning when I was talking to him about hockey hair. Uh, but speaking of Yarmer Yager and his number 68 being retired by the Pittsburgh Penguins, we were debating the greatest players non-Canadian in NHL history. When you look at the top 20 scorers in NHL history, top 20, you want to register a guess how many of them aren't from Canada in the top 20 scoring NHL history? Three. Yamer Yager, Alexander Ovechkin and Timo Solani. Those are the three players in the top 20, not from Canada, all-time NHL scoring. So we're asking you today, who's the greatest hockey player that doesn't have a Canadian passport? one 332 8255 uh, Those might be the three finalists right there, is Solani, Ovechkin, and Yager. Uh, Drew Romenda... <laughs> Oh, he, oh, oh that, yeah. that is a hard no. That is pass by Drew Ramenda. No, I, Yager and Tamu, yes. But there's a number one out there. And you know who my number one is. Uh, is it uh, Yuri Curry? Wrong. Um, Best defenseman of all time. Of course, he's not in the top 20 because he's the defenseman. But uh, <laughs> Nicholas Lidstrom is the yes. best non-Canadian player ever, in my opinion. Nicholas Lidstrom was, uh, it was uh, I got to coach against the guy when I was assistant coach, and I broadcast a ton of the games that the Sharks and the Wings had such great, great rivalry back and forth. Seven Norse trophies, Conn Smythe winner, 12 All-Star games, um, but here's the other thing that really matters. Four Stanley Cup championships. You say he is a he's he was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So he's my number one. And he scored uh, one of the most devastating goals in Vancouver Canucks uh, history. Uh, of course, changed everything up to nothing in the series. I think they're up to nothing in the game as well. When Nick Lidstrom scored from center ice on Dan Cloutier in that mm-hmm. series in Vancouver, and it all fell off the rails for the Canucks, <laughs> thanks to Nicholas Lindstrom. one 332 Yarmer Yager, number two all-time in NHL scoring, 1,921 points. The reason I bring Ovechkin into this is because he's number two in NHL goal scoring history would be in the conversation. I'm wondering if... How far back and how much do you debate those Russian players? And I said NHL, but I guess we could go internationally, like Harlamov and those players who never got to really play in the National Hockey League to show how good they were against the best, as they showed internationally when the Canada Cups and uh, the Summit Series, they could compete, no doubt about it, with Phil Esposito, Bobby Clark, until he broke someone's leg, and the like. In the NHL. There's Hardemouth's leg. Um, also, 
you, you could move up a generation too. And you got Igor Larionov, Sergey Makarov, um, Slava Fetisov, um, Konstantinov. They were great. Like I, again, I, I had the pleasure of being on the team with the Sharks when when we had Igor and Mac two thirds of the KLM line on our team, and they were even at, at older than they were in their prime, still magnificent hockey players, so skilled, so smart about playing the game. So those are two other guys you look at. But also, you can't use, like, non-Canadian. So you have, there are Americans out there yes, who there are, are. Mike Medano would be in that conversation. Patrick uh, Kane would be course. in that conversation. Um you could Brian Leach could be in that conversation. Lafontaine could be in that conversation. Now, you could also Dominic Hasek. Should he be in the conversation? Hasek, absolutely. There's As Hasek's one of the greatest goaltenders of all time. Yep. One eight seven. Apparently, he was a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was described more vulgar than jerk, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah, I'm just going to stick with that. One eight seven. That was seven. a telling, telling, telling <laughs> statement about it, wasn't it? Wow. So, who is the greatest non-Canadian hockey player ever? Yamer Yager, Nick Lidstrom. I got Yager. Drew's got Lidstrom. What say you? As Dennis and Kindersley, you agree with Drew. Well, unfortunately, I do. It makes for bad radio, but uh, the proof is in the pudding. He's the second best defenseman of all time. And... Yeah. Sorry, did you say did you say best defense? But I didn't hear that first word you said. I just kind of you, you bucked out there for second, second, <laughs> second best defenseman. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not quite getting that. Sorry, not, <laughs> just, something, something might be wrong. You guys got to check your connection there. <laughs> yeah. Next, next to the number one overall all-time player, Robert Gordon. Uh, there's no other player in NHL history that could have been a Hall of Fame forward. And a Hall of Fame defenseman. Dennis is saying Nick Lidstrom, the as some people say, Mike Drop. <laughs> yeah, wrong. How many games did he play? How many games did he play? Longevity matters. Longevity matters. Well, that's why Yager played. He's still playing. He's still playing. He, has to, he had to go back on the plane yesterday or as quickly as he could because he's got a game, I think, tomorrow. Like it's he's insane. still playing. So you got, he's 52 years old, flying all over the place to get. He went to. Oh my goodness! And what was you it? Talk about the greatest thousand seven hundred thirty-three yeah. games for Yarmir. Talk Yager. about the greatest scorer in professional hockey. Just say professional hockey. It's Yarmir Yager, hands down. Well, through all those uh, games with uh, was it Cla- uh, Cladgo? Uh, Cladno. Cladno. Yeah. Uh, which he owns, he owns and operates and every so often plays with still at the age of 52. That's why he had to hurry back. one 332 8255 Dominic Hasek says Sean. Uh, John is saying Matt Sundin, the former That's captain of the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, of course. I think Hasek deserves to be in the conversation as the best non-Canadian player ever in the National Hockey League. So another vote for the goaltender. Dean also goes with Nick Lidstrom. Have we said this name yet? We were just talking about him in the commercial break. I don't know if we brought him up. Todd in Saskatoon. Best offensive slash defensive player. Nasty, the best non-Canadian player. Peter Stasny. 
we we taught you. And I, we and talked about him yet. Brilliant. We haven't brought him up. When it comes to points per game, because he didn't have the longevity, but points per game in the NHL, Peter Stasny's number one when it comes to non-Canadians. So at definitely Peter Stasny can join the conversation as the greatest of them all outside of Canada. Brent has a pair of Russians. Brent, who do you got? You know, uh, just growing up more so in the early 90s and late 90s and stuff like that, a couple guys that come to mind are uh, Sergei Fedorov. You know, he did awesome things in Detroit. And, uh, you know, one of the deadly goal scorer, had he been maybe on a better team, who knows how much he could have put up, uh, Pavel Burry, the Russian rocket, right? Now, what do you mean a better team after he got ready? We left Vancouver. Is that what you mean, right? Exactly. Okay, thank you. Just want to clarify that. (laughs) It's funny you bring up Pavel because we're talking to Brett Hedekin, who I work with with the San Jose Sharks. Brett played a thousand games in the league, won a Stanley Cup with Carolina. Good, really good, great skating defenseman for uh, back in the day. Still skates beautifully. He said the hardest guy, hardest guy by far to cover to try to check one-on-one was Pavel Bure. And he, he said this yesterday, which I thought was a great statement. He said he was Connor McDavid before Connor McDavid. That's how good Pavel Bure was. He was so skilled. In tight, coming at you one-on-one, the speed, the moves, the agility, the shot. He, and, you know, Brett loves Connor. Like was, we, we all do as far as the way he plays. But he said he was Connor McDavid before Connor McDavid. Bure's a good one. That's, and a, good, of course, that's a good call. His leg health, that was it. Once he lost yeah. it and the knees gave way, he didn't have the game anymore. Um, but, man, that's when I fell in love with the Vancouver Canucks. It was number 16. It was number 10. Uh, it was, you know, Linden and Burray and that overtime goal against the Calgary Flames. And, oh, yeah. You know, when he got the breakaway, you knew he was going <laughs> to score. And he's right. you, like, we, I didn't we, even we think were of waiting, that. Yeah. That is a great comparison. Yeah. He was McDavid before McDavid. Yeah. Because that, that is good? what Pavel Bure, if you are too young to know or have watched Pavel Bure, that is a great comparison. Go watch some highlights. Go watch some highlights of Bure and then come back and tell us that we're wrong because he was amazing how talented he was. Uh, Brady and Regina. Peter Forsberg uh, needs to go on the list as some of the greatest non-Canadians in uh, hockey history. The most skilled power forward in the history of the game. His skill at the forward position, he was so good. He was the, the really the, the, the guy that I first saw with the reverse hit. This guy played a playoff game with a ruptured spleen. Tough as nails. Don't tell me Swedes aren't tough. This guy was amazing, and he was a champion as well a couple times. one 332 Don wants to go with the, some of the Russians who... Didn't head to the NHL. Don, who you got? I'm going with the, uh, a big left winger by the name of Yakushev, the Russian Red Army. He was yeah, a general yeah. in their army, didn't need to play in the NHL, and he had a shot that nobody in the NHL had uh, at the time ever had. Wasn't, wasn't Alexander Yakushev, wasn't he, wasn't he their captain, too, at the time? Yeah. I remember. Yeah, and, and tougher than nails. Big. He was he was big too. He was he was like six foot two, six foot three, and thick. Yeah, you, well, he was. You put skates on him. He was about six foot seven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know exactly. He boy, he was a good. He was good too. That he was that 
As a matter of fact, I'm going to give you a quick story, uh, Drew. Jerry Pinder used to play with the uh, Canadian national team. Yes, I know Jerry, they yes. Were, okay, well, Jerry and I played hockey together with the Blades, but never mind about Beautiful. that. They were, playing, they were playing in Russia, and Jerry got into a little bit of a tangle in the uh, corner with some <laughs> big Russian, he said. All he knew <laughs> is, is that a hand grabbed him by the shoulder, and next thing you know, he was out of the corner so quick he didn't know it hit him. <laughs> I was just looking. Well, that was up, Yakushev. <laughs> I was I was just looking up the stats from the uh, Summit Series, and uh, Yakushev led the Russians in scoring in the uh, Summit Series uh, in '72. Yeah. It wasn't Harlamov; it was Yakushev, who's it's also probably, a Hall of Famer with Tretiak and uh, Valerie Harlamov. What is he about eighty now? Is he about eighty years old? Seventy-seven. Seventy-seven. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. That's a good. That's another good one. That's a very good one. If you think about Tretiak, and there's another guy who hasn't been brought up, right? Yep. Think about all those guys that played in that that series who could have played in the NHL if they if the the rules were different back then. Well, you got gold medalists uh, over there uh, with the, that Russian army uh, team, uh, so definitely can be on the list. One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. Yarmir Yager sixty eight is going to the rafters in Pittsburgh. Is he the greatest? We're saying non Canadian in hockey history. Because it's always Gretzky and Orr and how, but outside of Canada, who would be considered the greatest? This is 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.